Open is being brought to you by St. Clair Health, expert care from people who care. Hello, today we are here at the Outreach Teen and Family Services Office. I'm Sarah Grimenstein. I'm Madeline Jarina. And I'm Amelia Carey. Amelia is our guest here. She is another member of the Youth Advocacy Committee, and she will be our guest on this episode. So this episode is really about getting to know the members, getting to know the hosts, and Amelia. Okay, so fast five. All right, let's do this. Coffee or tea? I'm a tea person. I'm a tea person. Okay, coffee. Coffee. All right. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Cats. No, dogs. 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 Cats. Dogs. Sorry. Um, And age. So I'm 19. I'm 17. And I'm 15. Favorite color? Blue. Pink. Purple. (laughs) Oh. And why did you join this committee? So I joined this committee because I have a bit of a passion for helping people. I'm kind of the therapist in the friend group, if you'd like to call it, um, mainly just because I like making people happy. I like cracking jokes. I'm, I'm kind of that type of person in my friend groups, and I wanted to join and spread the, mes- the message and awareness about mental health. Uh, yeah, um, I'm kind of the same with you on this one. Um, I just have always had a passion for making sure people feel okay and that they feel like it's okay to talk about your feelings with me. And I feel like with this Youth Advocacy advocacy Committee, I can really reach out and help more people. Yeah, I definitely agree. And for me, I'm looking forward to, you know, just being myself, being honest, um, hopefully getting to share my experience and helping others is really important to me because... I could have used the help myself. And I'm definitely excited to be on this podcast. I've always wanted to be on a podcast before, and I'm really happy that I get to do it with um, the Youth Advocacy Committee members. And so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. We would like to thank St. Clair Health for being our annual sponsor. At St. Clair Health, we're always improving, building on our commitment to face the challenges of today making an impact on the communities we serve so we can be stronger together. St. Clair Health, expert care from people who care. Okay, so let's talk about how we learned about outreach and became involved with the Youth Advocacy Committee. Do you want to start, Sarah? Yeah, of course. Um, So my school counselor actually contacted me. He emailed me. Um, He knows that I kind of have a little bit of a niche for helping people and I'm pretty passionate about mental health, and I'm a bit of a voice at the high school. So he emailed me and another student, and I ended up, I guess it was a good day, so I read the email. Normally I don't, and I looked into it a little bit, and I ended up contacting Mrs. Zingara, um, who is the director here at the Youth Advocacy Committee, and I had a meeting with her, and I got the position. Uh, yeah, um kind of the same thing but except counselor it was my mom she had a meeting and that's where she met Mrs. Zangara and she knows well obviously she's my mom she knows that I have a very big passion for mental health so she went up and talked to her and asked a couple questions like hey what age can she start doing this and she said now so that's how I'm here I'm very excited um, and I'm happy to spread the word so I'm here because I I actually learned about outreach from my mom. Um, She's really good at finding this kind of stuff because, you know, she knows that I'd also really like to make a difference. Um, And so, yeah, then I came in and interviewed and here I am. I'm really happy to be here. 
So next, what would you like to get out of your experience as a YAC member? Um, right now, I'm, I'm almost looking to learn. I know from committees, um, there's a lot of people from different backgrounds um, with who live different lives. And not only do I think I could grow from this committee and the people around me, but to almost to come together and help spread the word. Yeah, just spreading the word. Um, I have had my fair share of um, not the best mental health. Um, I know how it feels, and I know how it feels to feel like you can't talk about it, and that stigma is absolutely in no way okay, and that it needs to go, and it needs to go ASAP. And that's why we're here. That's why I'm here, because you should be okay to talk about your feelings whenever you need to. That shouldn't be something that you should be embarrassed about, and I think a lot of people need to understand that. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think um, being here, I just like to meet other people my age who have, you know, gone through or are passionate about, um, you know, helping kids who who struggle with mental health. Um, and for me, I would, you know, like Sarah said, I'd really like to just learn, suck in as much information as I can and really just be a resource and be a friend to those who need one. Well said. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, I would like to pause and thank St. Clair Health for their generosity by sponsoring in the first season of Teens Tap In. At St. Clair Health, we're always improving, building on our commitment to face the challenges of today, making an impact on the communities we serve so we can be stronger together by creating reliable resources that recognize all of our neighbors with access to the highest quality healthcare, advanced care close to home, and a shared humanity that delivers on our joint vision to create a healthier community for all. St. Clair Health, expert care from people who care. Okay, in your opinion, what is the most important work outreach performs for the community? Um, most definitely, in my opinion, I think it's the emphasis that we have on um, speaking out about stuff, um, I really do see the involvement that we have in, in the communities around us, which I think is really valuable, um, not only as a business, but also as just an affordable way to talk about your problems as, as at any age, really. Um, I really do value that a lot. Yeah, I completely agree with Sarah, just valuing like the hold that we have on where we are and where we serve. We're doing great already. And I know that we can do so much more. And I'm so excited to see that what we're doing already has made such a difference. Getting ready for the next step to make it even a bigger difference is just something that is so great to think about. And I'm very excited. Yeah, um, for me, I'd say the most important work is, like we talked about earlier today, just it being that, um, that one-stop shop of education, counseling, support, like just everything you need that you can get from one place. I think um, it makes this place really accessible and um, is a unique way to help um, our community. And I'm, I'm just really happy that we do get to just spread. I, I think it's, it's so important um, how motivated outreach is to spread this message to the community and to make it known that um, everyone can be struggling with this and you're not alone. So, yeah. Um, 
what would you tell a peer who's considering becoming involved with outreach? Um, first and foremost, I would definitely educate them on what outreach is about, what our message is, what our goal is, because coming into that, that's something that I think you need to know and make sure that you really do value that and you have a passion for that and you're willing to make sacrifices to spread the word and the message of outreach and the Youth Advocacy Committee. Yeah, yeah, I'd definitely tell my friend to absolutely go for it. If that's really what you're passionate about, you should absolutely be a part of this team and this committee and just be with us because I know that there's probably people listening to this that are like, huh, maybe I should join. Yeah, I'd absolutely tell my friend to just go for it. If that's really what somebody is passionate about, doing things like this, they should absolutely be a part of this committee. And speaking about being and joining this committee, our applications are open until the end of the year. And we are looking for more participants in this committee. And we are here with open arms. And just to be clear, you can go to the outreach website, go under programs, and go under the Youth Advocacy Committee and scan the QR code to apply. <laughs> I think for me, I would tell a peer that this is a safe space, first off, that it's it's open to everybody. Um, it doesn't matter your background, you know, it, it, none, just the, the shared passion of our mission here. Um, so I would I would say that first off, just so they know that and would encourage it because, you know, like they said, everybody's welcome. What is one piece of advice you'd give a peer who is struggling with mental health issues? A piece of advice that I would have is definitely talk. I know that's something that I never did because there is a big, it's almost like a culture in our generation and the generations around and anybody really that you you can't talk, that you shouldn't talk, that talking is weak or that you know, there's no, there's nowhere for you to talk. There's nobody to talk to. There is always somebody to talk to. And I would say talking is probably the best thing that you can do for yourself. It's the best medication for stuff like that. Uh, whether it's a friend, a parent, a teacher, anybody, um, get it off your chest. Yeah, absolutely. Just talk to someone. And I know that there's some people that don't think that there's anybody there that wants to listen. I promise you that there's always one person that's going to want to listen to what you have to say and that cares about you and that you should never have to feel like you're silenced and you can't talk to anybody because I promise that is not the case. I would definitely agree with that. Talking, really reaching out to anyone that you feel comfortable with. But if there isn't anyone that you feel comfortable talking to, which I know that can sometimes be the case, I would definitely recommend um, just looking for resources online, looking at outreach's resources, um, because, you know, finding coping skills, really anything that you can do to um, strengthen yourself while you're still, you know, looking for those people to talk to. However, I will add that if you are actually in an immediate crisis and you are seeking help or you're trying to seek help, please urged and call 988. They're there for you 24-7, seven days a week. They will answer that call and they will get you the help that you need. Where do you see yourself in five years? Um, I guess, do you want to start with this one? Sure, I'll start. Um, so I actually want to be a physical therapist. Um, five years. I'm going to be in grad school, I think. I don't know where I'm going for grad school. I actually just committed to Clarion University for swimming uh, this past week um, for Silent undergrad class. exercise science. Silent class. So hopefully I'll be in uh, grad school studying physical therapy, but, you know, we'll see. It's whatever. 
Um, so I am planning to be an adolescent um, psychologist, helping kids out talking, because especially the entire reason that I'm here is because I truly believe that youth is stepped on when it's brought up on the topic of mental health. And I feel like that youth don't really get that much of a voice because, oh, you're growing. It's just your hormones. No, it's not. Don't like it's very much invalidating to hear. And that stigma is just it. it's not healthy for any child to hear or go through and that it's OK. And someone it's specializing in adolescent feelings and behaviors and emotions. I feel like that's very needed right now. So I'll probably be in college for that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, I think five years from now, hopefully I will be um, working as a vet tech. Um, I'm going to school um, next month, so that should be really exciting. And I hope to just honestly learn more about myself and do a lot of growing. And hopefully I can just see myself with a, a good support system around me and doing things that I'm passionate about. So that's where I hope to be. Um, but yeah, so something people might not know about me is that I do struggle with mental health issues and um, I'd totally be willing to share some of my stories. So um, I did go to Mount Lebanon High School and I just to sum it up, I guess, um, my anxiety started when I was really young and I, I, I think it was pretty obvious to a lot of people, um, just because of the things I would say. Um, and growing up, that was really difficult. It caused a lot of trouble in my friendships, especially and school, really everything. It affected every part of my life. And, um, with OCD additionally onto that, it just, I was embarrassed at school just because of, of the compulsions I had. Um, it, it didn't make sense to people. You know, I, I felt very alone and no one was talking about their issues. So I felt like I was alone, like there was nobody else going through it. So I felt different and like a bad different, um, like I didn't fit in. And sometimes I still feel that way that I, that I don't belong. And, um, as, as I, grew older and, um, <clears throat> excuse me, suddenly like I was diagnosed with depression as well. And, um, suddenly everything became just the world became gray and I started feeling like I had, you know, really no one who cared about me and I had no friends and I had no one to reach out to because, you know, I was, I was scared. I was scared of rejection. I was scared that people really didn't care about me. Um, so just to any other me's out there who are struggling, who are thinking those things or anything similar, I'm, I'm Madeline and I'm here for you and um, you're not alone, even though you may think you are, um, because there are other people who, who feel that the way that you do, trust me. So yeah, I just wanted to give you a quick little um, summary of my story and I hope that it helps some of you because I know hearing this from you know, someone who graduated from my high school that would have been really, really helpful for me. So um, I'm honestly more than open to any anyone reaching out with questions, with, with anything. If you need someone to talk to, I'm here. So yeah, I don't want to take up too much time. So that's a little bit of my story. Um, 
Sarah or Amelia, do you want to add anything? Um, I'm just going to say thank you so much for sharing that. I know it's really valuable for people to hear that. It was valuable for me to hear that. That's people like you who, who have spread that and shared their stories were the people that got me talking and got me to see a, a therapist back in my day. So would you like to? Yeah, I will absolutely say that story. I, I That is really impactful impactful yeah i couldn't find the word there sorry um yeah i'll share absolutely i'll share my story there's no shame here um so hi i'm amelia um when i was four i was diagnosed with severe adhd um i was in therapy also since i was four for that adhd and um constantly bouncing off the walls and um because of that i was put on multiple medications and it it wasn't multiple at once it was just one week it would be this one and then the next week we would try a different one because the first one prior didn't work and it was like constantly an up and down of emotions and because of that when I was in elementary school I felt I again Madeline I I feel you absolutely I felt I was a bad different I felt oh you can't focus because you're a bad kid oh nobody wants to be friends with you because you're a bad kid in reality I just talked too much and I didn't even realize it because I didn't have that type of filter for myself because I I didn't even know what age she was I thought I was just there was something wrong with me and to be honest there was nothing wrong with me I just didn't understand and I feel like that's what a lot of people go through um yeah, people would not play with me at, at recess. I would sit and just sit on the, like, kind of by the stairs area. Um, I went to Washington, if you guys know the layout of that. That's where I went. Um, and I just would watch other kids play. And I wish I wish I had someone there that went, okay, you're a little different, not in a bad way. You just talk a little bit, and your brain's wired a little differently. That's nothing bad. And when it got into middle school, uh, I went to Mellon. It did get a little harder because the workload was a little harder. Um, Then I did get diagnosed with anxiety. Um, I was put on medications for that anxiety, too. Um, It was just a lot because if work got too much, I would shut down. And because I would shut down, it would become, oh, like, I don't have any motivation to do this work. And I would fall, and my grades would fall with it. And then when my grades would fall, I would get upset. And then it was just a never-ending cycle of when is this going to stop? Like, how do I help myself? And um, after that, COVID hit. I was in, I was at the end of seventh grade, um, finished that on Google Classroom. And then the full year of eighth grade, is when I really hit rock bottom. Um, all of my grades were E's, maybe a C in one class. And I would come to school, I would roll out of bed, I would be late all the time. I wouldn't pay attention in school, I would have my head down. I, I just felt, I was depressed. And I knew I was depressed, my mom knew, she took me to the doctor, I was diagnosed. That's when it got really, really tough. Um, I just didn't have any motivation anymore, and I started getting those thoughts that no one cared, and no one was there for me, and no one would care if I left. They wouldn't even notice. They would go on with their day like they had been when I was there, and I want to tell you right now that that is absolutely not the case. When I brought that up to my mother, I have never seen her so concerned. You might not see it because you're in that haze of grim sadness and 
just feeling worthless. But I promise you, depression puts that mask over your eyes, but I promise you that there are people that care. I absolutely promise you. And that there is someone there that wants to listen. So that's my story. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. Mine's pretty short, so I'll just share mine. I'm Sarah. Um, I've never been diagnosed with anything in terms of, you know, mental health or anything. I've struggled, and um, I think that's a normal thing. But I would say don't don't take that lightly because, um, you know, people in my life would say, oh, it's normal, it's fine, don't talk. Like, everyone goes through that. And it got worse and worse. Um, just inconveniences in my life that, like, I, I lost my grandma um, when I was, oh, gosh, I was, like, 13. And I, one of my friends from school tragically passed away um, the summer of my sophomore year in a train accident. And um, rather than being sad, I, I just kind of took that and used it to inspire me. Um, never have I swam so fast in my life. Um, I, I kind of used it for the better and changed myself after that. I'm also an extrovert, so my personality heavily depends on the affection or validation I get from others, speaking to others, um, you know, whether it be positive or negative, literally just saying a word to others. All I'm going to say is even if you aren't struggling, even if you go to the doctors and you do that little survey at the doctors and they say, hey, you're showing minor signs of depression, um, would you like to talk about that? Always say yes. Never say no. There's never an excuse to say no. You, you have people, people want to talk to you and you need to talk. And that's really what helped me get out of that. And, you know, that was, that was my medicine in a way. Sarah, I really, really yeah. appreciate you telling your story. And I think um, something that I wanted to mention is those of you listening out there, even if you don't have an official diagnosis of a mental health um, disorder, anything like that, all of us have our problems that we go through. So please, like, we welcome you with open arms. You don't have to have a diagnosis to, to be valid, Absolutely. to have your, your voice heard. I agree. So, um, yeah, Sarah, I, re I really enjoyed. I uh, not that you that. went through all of thank that, you. but <laughs> I thank you for I sharing. I love knowing that you're okay with sharing that with us. Thank you. Yeah. So Same important. goes with you. <laughs> Thank you. Lastly, this podcast would not be possible without the support of St. Clair Health. Please listen in to the following ad. At St. Clair Health, we're always improving, building on our commitment to face the challenges of today, making an impact on the communities we serve so we can be stronger together. St. Clair Health, expert care from people who care. Thank you so much to all of our listeners for your support. We really do appreciate it. The next episode will be Pressure with Outreach's new clinical director. Thank you so much for listening again. Thank you. Thank you, guys. The views and opinions expressed in the Teens Tap In podcast represent the opinions of the hosts and their guests. 
The views and opinions expressed by Outreach Teen and Family Services employees, donors, and volunteers are their own and do not necessarily reflect the view of Outreach Teen and Family Services or the show's sponsors. The content here should not be taken as counseling advice. The content here is for informational purposes only, and because each person is unique, please consult your mental health provider or physician for any mental health counseling or other medical questions. The podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including, but not limited to, establishing a standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis for expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast. If you find any error in any of the content of the podcast, please contact us at podcasts at outreachteen.org. Outreach Teen and Family Services, its sponsors, donors, and partners expressly disclaim any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages whatsoever arising out of any individual's use of, reference to, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast. Please go to www.outreachteen.org to see the complete notice and disclaimer for the podcast episodes.